0: Julia Child once said, You'll never know everything about anything, especially something you love. So true, right? The world is constantly changing and evolving, and we need to be constantly changing, adapting, learning, and evolving along with it to be the best teachers we can be. What do you want to learn this year? How will you change, adapt, learn, and evolve as a teacher? Looking for some inspiration and ideas? Here are eight things you can do to continue developing your teaching skills this year. I'm Ashley Danu, and you're listening to Field Notes on Music Teaching and Learning. Writing Field Notes is a way of documenting and processing what we see in the world. This podcast is a collection of creative ideas, practical strategies, and thoughtful observations from the field of music teaching and learning. Here you'll find creative and pedagogically sound teaching tips, fresh new approaches you can use in your ministry and teaching, and insight into a few tried-and-true systems and creative processes designed to help you do your best work. Let's get started! Number one, evaluate. There might be several facets to this one evaluating your communication skills, your modeling skills, your organizational practices, your leadership abilities, your musicianship. All these things are important to your work as a teacher and as a musician, and it's important to take some time to reflect on those things a few times a year and look for places where there's some potential room to grow or improve. The best way to get an objective view of your teaching is actually to record a video of one of your rehearsals, or classes, or lessons. Set up a small video camera in the back of the room that's just focused on you. Run the camera from beginning to end so you can observe and evaluate your interactions as they come in and when they leave from start to finish. Then carve out some time to watch the video and write down some reflections for yourself. Growing in Grace did a session at the ALIA Conference at Baylor University a few years ago on this same topic, and they have a helpful checklist of things to ask yourself as you review that teaching video. Here's a helpful list to get you started. Did you speak clearly? Did the choir sing without accompaniment at times, or were they always singing with an accompaniment? Did you call children by their names? Did you encourage them by smiling and making eye contact? Did you use a variety of different kinds and styles of accompaniments? Did you highlight appropriate behavior more than negative behavior? Did you speak with engagement, varying your inflection and dynamic level? Did your body language or conducting gestures communicate the mood and style of the music? Did you know the music well before presenting it? Did you transition smoothly from one thing to another? Did you hear individual children sing alone at times? Did you give mostly positive feedback? Plus, one question that I always ask myself, how much time did you spend giving spoken directions or introductions versus actually singing or making music? Spend some time honestly evaluating yourself and your teaching skills and identify some things that you'd like to improve in the coming year. And make sure you're specific here. Number two is read. Another great way to continue developing your teaching skills is by reading. Books, blogs, articles. Look for content on working with choirs or conducting, music theory, inspiring young singers, different learning styles, oral skills in musicianship, leadership. Studying the various ways that people learn, and specifically learn music, can be so valuable as a music teacher. As Ignacio Estrada said, if a child can't learn the way that we teach, maybe we should teach the way that they learn. If you're not already a member, you might consider joining an organization like Choristers Guild, or a music organization that's specific to your denomination or your field within music education, something that provides some helpful reading material, teaching tips, and a community of professionals working in that same area of music education. Number three is practice your instrument. There's something to be said about staying connected to the art of music making yourself. As teachers, practicing is often low on our list of to-dos, but this is an important and really vital part of keeping up our own skill set and giving our best to those that we teach on a weekly basis. Whether it's the piano or another instrument, singing, conducting, schedule some time in your week to just connect with your instrument and the practice of making music yourself. Put it on your calendar to help you stay accountable. Number four, connect with other musicians and teachers. This one is so important. Reaching out to other musicians and teachers gives you an opportunity to not only encourage one another and share ideas and resources, but also talk through challenges or stumbling blocks that might be holding you back and bounce ideas off of each other for new creative projects or strategies. Don't have musician and teacher friends that you can connect with in your town? Look for a few ways to connect with like-minded people online. Join a Facebook group or reach out to people on Instagram. Connect with a regional or national organization and participate in online forums. Sometimes the best people to connect with are those doing something different from you, so you might look for people who challenge you, motivate you, and encourage you to continue innovating and experimenting and learning and growing as a musician, teacher, artist, leader, etc. So this might be another teacher in a different field that teaches at your school, or someone who does something creative in your town or city, but isn't necessarily a musician, just someone who you can collaborate with, that you can talk through some of these things with that will challenge you to continue trying new things and learning and growing as a musician and teacher. Number five, sign up for professional development. We're never done learning, right? Well, one of the best ways to continue developing your teaching skills this year is to seek out some professional development opportunities in your field. So you could register for a local workshop or sign up for an online course. You could attend a regional or national conference, go to reading sessions. Professional development opportunities give you a chance to learn from leaders and teachers in the field who can relate to where you are and what you're doing. They'll also give you some practical ideas, some helpful teaching strategies, maybe some personalized feedback. These opportunities also give you a chance to connect with others who are there to learn, and leave feeling inspired, encouraged, and motivated to go back and do your best work. Before we get to number six, I want to take a moment to tell you about something new that I created called The Art of Music Teaching and Learning. It's an online course that will help you refine and cultivate your teaching skills by developing a deeper understanding of teaching and learning processes, learning goals and assessment, and creative curriculum design i created this for music educators in all types of settings. It's basically like getting a mini music education degree in only eight weeks. I've compiled everything that I've learned from two music education degrees from the Eastman School of Music and over 15 years of teaching experience in community, church, and college settings. We'll cover all the relevant course topics, philosophy, methods, techniques and approaches, learning theories assessment and evaluation, and curriculum design. By the end of the course, you'll know why you teach, what you value most in the process, and how to create a learning environment where students can experiment, make mistakes, and grow. You'll have tools to increase student engagement and improve achievement through authentic approaches. You'll develop a creative, sequenced approach to teaching and learning that's informed by exemplary teachers and philosophers and built on proven theories about how people learn music. You'll recognize and celebrate progress through assessments that feel like a natural extension of learning. And you'll be able to design a curriculum that gives you the freedom to be the best teacher you can be. Plus, I'll share some of my favorite planning strategies, teaching ideas, templates, and resource links. Enrollment opens on January 24th and will be open for one week. For more information feel free to reach out to me via email or you can visit ashleydanew.com slash courses. Number six, go to concerts. Trying to teach from an empty well can feel frustrating and uninspiring. So make sure you take time this year to do some things that fill you up and inspire you as a musician and artist. Going to concerts is one of those things, for me at least. Stay connected to the local music scene in your town and make a point to go out and enjoy some concerts as an audience member. Listen closely, observe, evaluate, and be inspired. Number seven is learn new technology. Technology is an integral part of education in our modern world, and staying connected to it, seeking out new ways to incorporate it into your rehearsals and lessons and other teaching is a great way to stay fresh and stay creative. And goodness knows there's always new technology to learn, from apps to recording software, video editing tools, interactive websites. Challenge yourself to find a few new forms of technology to learn about master, and incorporate into your teaching this year. And number eight is develop your creative skills. Creativity is a way of thinking more than anything else. Developing this mindset takes time and space, but the best way is just to dive in and do it. Here's my basic approach. Start with a problem and give yourself 10, 15 minutes to just sit down with a blank piece of paper and brainstorm. Write down everything you can think of that's related to that problem. Aspects of it, related challenges, skills that you need to overcome it, possible teaching strategies or approaches. Don't edit anything just yet. Just focus on getting as many thoughts down on the paper as you can. After 10 to 15 minutes goes by, then start narrowing down that list. Refine your ideas and processes. Combine ones that are similar. Scratch out ones that are unrealistic or not as relevant. Then, start to flesh out a flow chart. Think through a logical progression of steps, a sequence. How much time each step will take you, what order things should come in. For more, take a look at a related blog post that I have Called an inside look at my creative process, where I'll walk you through exactly how I do this again from the beginning, starting with a problem and sitting down and brainstorming, all the way through developing a creative idea or solution. So, to recap today, the eight steps that we talked about to developing your teaching skills are as follows Number one, evaluate your teaching. Number two, read. Number three, practice your instrument. Number four, connect with other musicians and teachers. Number five, sign up for professional development. Number six, go to concerts. Number seven, learn new technology. And number eight, develop your creative skills. Now, how to find the time to develop these teaching skills? Perhaps the biggest obstacle we face as teachers is time. Time to plan, time to prepare. Time to research, time to teach, time to evaluate, time to organize, time to learn. We've all been given the same number of hours in each day. The key is being intentional about how we spend it. So look ahead at your year and map out some things that you want to do on your calendar. Conferences you want to attend, courses you want to take, time off to read and learn and be inspired, and then look at your weekly schedule and carve out maybe just 30 to 60 minutes for professional development work or skill development or practicing or reading. Start tracking your time. I recommend the tool Toggle T-O-G-G-L. And challenge yourself to stay extra focused during your working hours so then you can reward yourself later with something that encourages, inspires, and motivates you. A few book recommendations on this topic if you're looking for more. Margin, restoring emotional, physical, financial, and time reserves to overloaded lives. The four-hour work week, escape the nine-to-five, live anywhere, and join the new rich. And manage your day-to-day. Build your routine, find your focus, and sharpen your creative mind. How will you continue developing your teaching skills this year? I'd love to hear. Thanks so much for listening today. For written notes, related links, and more information on today's topic, visit ashleydanucom fieldnotes. You can find me on Instagram at ashleydanew and at Ashley Danew blog on Facebook. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much if you'd leave a review in Apple Podcasts. This will help others discover this content in the future. Plus, I'd love to hear what you like about the series and if there's anything specific you'd like to hear more of in the future. Again, thanks so much for tuning in today. See you next time.